Welcome to Whose Wine Is It Anyway, the podcast where I, your host, Hannah Kruipchank, reviews celebrity wine. It is 11.48 on a Monday morning, which means it's the perfect time to drink celebrity wine and talk about it. We're going to start with the Sofia Coppola Rosé today. The first time I ever saw Sofia Coppola Rosé was in Gelson's, which is in a supermarket in Los Angeles that I became a little bit obsessed with because it's very fancy. It is so fancy, in fact, that um, I told a friend that I was like a little bit obsessed with it, and she told me that her friend once saw Leonardo DiCaprio shopping there. So that tells you how fancy it is, you know? Leonardo DiCaprio, a man who doesn't endorse a wine, but um, does apparently kind of relate to podcast. There's a blind item that says that he um, has sex with headphones on. I like to think that he's listening to podcasts other ones on the Hat and Dog Network, like my other podcast, Keeping Up, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Uh, the Sofia Coppola, so it's actually a Francis Ford Coppola rosé. Sofia Coppola does not make the rosé. I mean, neither does Francis Ford Coppola, but it's his label that makes the wine. So I've actually had the Sofia Coppola rosé before, and um, I got it. And I want to say the Blanc de Blanc, which is one of the ones that comes in like cellophane and it's wrapped with a ribbon. Um, when I was in LA. Um, I remember I saw it in Gelson's and was like, wow, how fancy. Um, they also had Whispering Angel, which is that, um, it's not technically like a celebrity wine, but um, the Real Housewives, like across franchises, love it. Um, but I didn't buy that because it was like very expensive, I think, and I'm very cheap. Um, which is why I didn't buy the Sofia Coppola Rosé in Gelson's, but Ralph's. I think it was Ralph's. It wasn't Food for Less and we always went to Ralph's or Food for Less and I don't think it was at Food for Less. It's really nice. You can take a little look online. I think they're like £10 or something on Amazon. It's a very, very like dark pink. It's like basically red. Can you tell that I'm not um, a sommelier? I like to say, on this show we like to say that I put the smell in sommelier but I actually have a really poor sense of smell so I don't think I'm necessarily gonna actually be good at this I don't know why I'm admitting that to you I'm gonna open the bottle next I've been talking for five minutes this is the bottle actually this is this is how fancy it is I have to use a corkscrew it's not a screw top okay there's a little sticker on the top I'm taking it off I'll probably keep that okay corkscrew this is the ASMR section I hate doing anything with a cork because I'm very clumsy. I used to have a job. Ow! Ow! How did I manage that? Um, where I would have to open like Prosecco tableside for people and I'm so weak that often one of the customers would be like, do you need me to do it? And I'd be like, yes. Okay. Oh, okay. That was easier than I thought it would be. Did you hear that? Wow. Okay. Okay, it smells like wine. Kind of smells like rosé. Okay. Okay. Doesn't need to be that heavy of a pour because I'm actually, I'm recording five episodes today. Um, so I'm going to get pretty drunk and it's a Monday afternoon. I've just realised also that um, because it's got a cork in it, I can't screw it closed. So I know that I'm opening a bunch of wines today and I'm going to have to drink them within some time. Um, 
when I was in LA and had the Blanc de Blanc especially, I opened it and I wasn't going to drink it all by myself. And then I Googled it. And if you don't have, or if the cork won't go back in and you want to like cover it and keep it fizzy, if it's like fizzy wine, if you put a teaspoon in it and then cling film on top, it keeps and it stays fizzy and that works. This is a 2016 rosé. I'm going to tell you um, some of the notes. It says... Feminine and stylish with a fragrant perfume of fresh strawberries and lavender. This rosé explodes with ripe, juicy flavours of cherry, raspberry and citrus zest. It's crisp, delicate and elegantly fruity with just a kiss of spice on the finish. Um, I wrote like notes for each of the people that I'm doing and for the first one, for Sophia Coppola, it just says that and then it says nepotism, which is unfair. I'm going to drink the wine now. It's literally before 12pm. It's nice. What is it? You just swirl it in the glass. Aerate it. Do that thing where you suck it through your teeth. <coughs> yeah. So I don't get strawberry. And I don't get lavender. Um, you know what? I get cherry. I can taste cherry in this. Like a, like a very um, sour cherry. But it, it tastes like cherry. Um, raspberry, citrus, does it taste citrusy? Mm. It, it's cherry. It tastes like cherry. Um, crisp? Sure, I'll give it that. Delicate. Elegantly free. It doesn't feel elegant. <laughs> the bottle's so elegant. I'm like, I'm gonna keep the bottle and I'm gonna put flowers in it, probably, because that's the type of millennial woman I am. The kiss of spice. I'm not getting any spice, like... No, it says on the website that is um, for easy sipping on a lazy afternoon, and I really did more of a chug earlier, so I'm gonna give it a good, gonna give it a good easy sip. This is certainly a lazy afternoon. Oh, the dogs upstairs are jealous. Okay, I think he's done. Okay, so this wine, it's fine. I like it. I would drink it. I am drinking it. I think I might already be getting a little bit drunk. Also, like, I'm an extreme uh, lightweight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm a lightweight. Um, if featherweight is weaker than that, then I'm that. Um, I don't think I could be a boxer because I saw um, Creed 2. I've never seen any other Rocky film. Um, but I saw Creed 2 and I didn't like it because, well, you know, I liked it because it was like, a good movie and Brigitte Nielsen's hair is um, what my hair looks like but uh, I just can't sympathise with people who like think it's okay to hit each other in the head so I guess those movies aren't for me there's also um, a description of it <laughs> that describes the wine as having a shapely stylized bowl with a okay and then it's talking about the wine with a fruity essence this wine is like no other Sophia if you're listening honey i love you i love your movies i really am already a little bit drunk i think um but this just tastes like rosé wine like i feel like this is rude because this is a gift and honestly i really like it but it's just not like amazing you know and maybe it's also because i've had it before hmm, let's have a little bit more i'm recording all these different episodes today and i have a different glass for each and um, the glass that I'm drinking, the rosé from, the Sofia Coppola rosé, is my um, stolen 
like mason jar glass from I'm probably gonna edit this out um but me and my boyfriend went there for breakfast now it was to be fair like the best breakfast I've maybe ever had like 100% one of the best meals I've ever had um but it was like you know a variation we each had a variation on like eggs and bacon and potatoes and bread and he had a coffee and had orange juice and it cost $50 um which is very expensive it was also um like on up here in Malibu so I guess that's what you're paying for but anyway I stole the glass um and I like to drink wine from it so that's what I'm drinking I have technically, I would say, never seen a Francis Ford Coppola film because I recently tried to watch The Godfather with my boyfriend and I fell asleep. The, the There's like a good 20 minutes at the start that's just like the wedding and I remember saying to my boyfriend, is this the whole film? And apparently it's not, but I, I saw the horse thing, which is absolutely wild. Like, and it's weird because it's also one of those things that I'd heard of and knew about for a long time that's like being parodied. I was like when I saw 2001 A Space Odyssey the first time and I was like oh it's that Simpsons episode and it's that Simpsons episode and it's that Simpsons episode but I really liked 2001 A Space Odyssey but The Godfather was just so boring um, and I fell asleep so I've never I've never seen all of The Godfather and certainly not seen the second one or the third one which Sophia Coppola Coppola oh my god I really do think I'm a little bit drunk and um, so Sophia Coppola acts in The Godfather 3 and she was in like a couple of other things but apparently she was like critically panned and I watched a clip and it's like nothing, like there's nothing there. It's a scene where she and I believe Andy Garcia are like, he's rubbing her fingers on like, I want to say pasta, might not be pasta. I'm kind of assuming because they're Italian that it's pasta, um, which makes me, uh, I'm stereotyping them. Anyway. Um, and there's just like nothing there and then they kiss each other and it's just like gross it's not very good i will say though i'm a huge fan of sofia coppola's films the last one i saw was the beguiled i really liked it i bought the book i didn't buy the book i made a friend buy me the book one of those things that i did where i said like to one person like oh i hope someone gets me that for christmas and then she got me it for christmas which i've done before um sending things to people or like instagramming them and being like i hope someone gets me this this is actually how i got the sophia coppola rosie i instagrammed it and uh was like someone please buy me this and then my sister bought it for my birthday so it works it uh this is the advice section of the podcast if you want someone to buy you something say to them i hope someone buys me this uh if you say that to enough people about enough different things you will get them eventually uh, I recommend Instagram stories, I recommend seeing it in person. That has pulled through for me several times. I must have first seen, I remember I saw Marie Antoinette first, which is a Zoe Coppola film. If you don't know, I think I saw that first. Anyway, I haven't watched a Sofia Coppola film in a long time and I remember Marie Antoinette being like, yeah, it's pretty, like, fabulous. Like, aesthetically it is it is as beautiful as a Sofia Rosé wine bottle. It is everything I want in my eyes. It's like pastels and lots of pink and Kirsten Dunst and Jason Schwartzman. I think I became really obsessed with The Virgin Suicides first of all when I started reading The Style Rookie by Taffy Gibbonson and she loved The Virgin Suicides and I bought the book and it is to this day one of my favourite books of all time. The Marriage Plot also by Jeffrey Eugenides is one of my favourite books of all time. 
anytime someone's like what's your favorite book and i'm like the marriage plot no one's ever heard of it because i'm very cool um but i love that book very much i love his writing sophia coppola's the virgin suicide is so important when i was in high school the bling ring came out oh my god them film in her home so the cast is pretending to burgle Paris Hilton's home in Paris Hilton's home. Lost your translation. So boring. But I thought, well this must make me smart if I like it because it's so boring. Well, it's not problematic and I don't mind being a person who's like the PC police, but Colin Joseph is extremely unfunny and did an album of Tom White's covers, which is like maybe the most self-indulgent thing. And then Bill Murray beat his wife. Um, that's a thing that's easily Googleable. Googleable. I've had too much wine and I've had one glass of wine. I'm gonna take another swig. And by swig, I mean I've finished the glass. Um, mm, mm. Okay, maybe I, maybe I do taste some citrus. Definitely cherry. Definitely, definitely cherry. So I don't rate Lost in Translation. Love the Virgin Suicides. I like Marie Antoinette which is also a boring film but really beautiful and I will watch anything that Kirsten Dunst does bar Fargo because I hate the Coen brothers. Anyway, um, somewhere I haven't seen. Is it Elle Fanning? Because I don't like her either. Um, and then Sofia Coppola was recently meant to do a remake of The Little Mermaid which until I was doing this podcast I assumed was like still in production but then I googled it and it was cancelled because she wanted to film it actually underwater, which is not really possible. Um, Sofia Coppola, <laughs> cheers. I like your wine, I like your movies more. Here's the disclaimer of the episode. Um, one, don't drink excessively. Please drink responsibly. Don't work with Bill Murray. Thank you for listening to the first episode of Whose Wine Is It Anyway? I've had one glass of wine and I'm tipsy. Uh, join us in the next episode that I'm recording right now uh, where we do Merival, which is Brad and Ange's rosé. Um, I'm really... I was thinking when I thought of this podcast, I was like, oh, it'll be funny because I'll record like five episodes and I'll get progressively drunk. Um, and I'm already drunk. I might order a pizza or something to sober me up because all I've had is a banana and two digestive biscuits. Um, okay, join me on the next episode.